Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are reviewing the movie Dune Part 1. Dune. Um, this movie came out a few weeks ago, um, but uh, we, we missed last week, and I, ha- I do have to explain why we missed last week. Basically, um, I have a Halloween party every year. Uh, we usually talk about, I think. People know that we do that. Mm-hmm. And um, it was last week, and in this new house, we uh, we took it took longer to figure out what we were doing with it, and it's bigger, and so we were trying like, you know, uh, trying to like make sure we had everything, and then last second, it uh, the forecast was rain, and so we had to pivot a lot of stuff to uh, to the inside instead of being out in the uh, in the backyard. And, but then uh, we did all that, John, and uh, ended up not raining at all during the party. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like know? I mean, I, and that's the thing. Like it was forecasted all week to rain, rain, all rain, week. rain, rain. You know. So, um, but then it didn't end up raining. So. So you know, it ended up working out in the end. So, so yeah, how sp- was how was the uh, the party? Oh, Did everyone great. enjoy? Oh yeah, yeah, it was great. We had uh, uh, we had people both outside and in, so it ended up working cool. out, and uh, we uh, it had great some great costumes, um, and uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was it was nice to uh, um, to see what we could do in this new house, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I have a lot of ideas for next year. Nice, dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, dude, so yeah, Halloween. We didn't have the, a big Halloween episode or anything like that. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and I, you know, aside from, you know, I mean, if you want to consider, you know, sp- Dune being kind of spooky, I don't know. Some of it takes place at night. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you know. There's no like horror elements, but there are some no. exciting, you know, some some pretty pretty terrifying things yeah, happening. Yeah. So, um, but we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is, you know, we no Halloween episode this this year, but no. we'll try our best to integrate Halloween into every episode. Oh my god! <laughs> Halloween was in our hearts all along, Chris. <laughs> it was. It is. Um, so, John, what have you been up to this week? Oh man! So this week, uh, so there's two things uh, that that I've been doing this week. So, I, well, there's been more than that because it's been more than more than one week. Um, but the biggest things, uh, Apex Legends has a brand new season, brand new map for the battle royale, and mm. uh, and that that has been a blast for the last like couple nights. Um, so that's been super fun to to dive into to learn a new map, kind of you know uh, new environments. I will say, like it is really interesting i guess the 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 third and now i guess the fourth map that apex legends has done so it was olympus uh was the third one and then this one is called um storm point um both of them are like completely different environments than the other two like the other two it felt like the second map was kind of similar to the first one like where you're like ah like this is some similar layouts some similar buildings but in these two new maps like so i guess last year's map and then this year's map dude they're like they there are new 
looking things like everything just looks completely different um all of the the buildings look completely different and it's, it, I'm, I'm just impressed by like how different the gameplay is based on the map um which is really cool this map has a lot of a lot of terrain that's like uphill and downhill and then you can go like uh, rappel down inside of mountains and then go up to the top so there's a lot of like um cool things that you can do gameplay wise uh with choke points and uh and lots of different escape routes and things like that um which is uh which is awesome I'm I'm really digging it so far, man. That's awesome. Um, and then the second thing that I've been doing is there's a new game on Game Pass, but it's called Moon Glow Bay, um, and uh, and it is a game of like a kind of like an RPG esque uh, type of a game uh, with the main mechanic being fishing, and so like you go and you get quests from from characters, and you bring in a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of those like. Um, the, the fish that they request you like you go back and you you cook it up in the kitchen for in different dishes for different ref- recipes and then sell it and like the, that's the kind of main thing there's a storyline going on as well where you're uh you're trying to to find the uh the monster of moon glow bay like there's this legend and things like that so um it's a, it's it's been a blast so far i've been uh, really enjoying that one my favorite thing about it is that it's super chill and there is it's amazing music uh, by Lena Rain, the, the composer of uh, who did Celeste as well, and so like you, I've like I've just been sitting back, chilling on the boat, doing some fishing, doing some cooking, listening to amazing uh, music so, from from Lena. So what is so what is this game? It's a uh, it's like a so the the art style is like a voxel thing, but it's like an RPG. Like it's like oh okay, well I'm just gonna kind of go out and uh, I guess it's like a. So it's like an RPG, but with uh, like town building type of elements where you're upgrading your boat or you're upgrading the the like repairing different aspects of the town to bring in new business and new people uh, and that sort of thing. So you're trying to like revitalize Moon Glow Bay with your fishing uh, business and uh, and cooking business. And so. Yeah, you just basically do a bunch of mini games to like fish. You could like there's f- multiple ways to fish. You can do nets. You can do fishing pole. You can do uh, uh, cr- like lobster traps, and uh, and you bring in all sorts of different types of fish, and you can cook with them and uh, do all the different recipes. And people request things, and you to take care of their requests and uh, and try to chip away at the big story, which is the monster. Which platform is this on? It's on Xbox, uh, but I think it's on a lot of things. Um, I think it's on PS5 or PS4 as well. Um, but uh, but it's on Game Pass is the where I've been playing it. So ah, okay, all right. I feel like you should lead with that. Uh, I did. Oh, I didn't hear it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, okay, well, the, and what's and what's it called? It's Moon Glow Bay. Moon Glow Bay, all right, and all right. and it is just super chill. Like, uh, so I've been playing like Apex, and then finishing up the night with a little bit of uh, of fishing and, and things. And it is it is a interesting, super fun, relaxing time. So, all right, all right, I'll uh, I'll have to to uh, to check that out. Over the weekend, I actually played on um on the streaming, um like on Xbox. Oh, how'd it go? And uh, this game, it's it's really great. Like it, the, there's n- enough uh, enough response time and stuff like that to do all the mini games. You kind of have to anticipate some of them. Um, the 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 frying mini game in particular had a little bit more latency than I would have liked, but everything else like works out just just perfectly. Um, and it was a uh, it was it was a blast to play it on the controller. Like I have the little uh, like an Xbox controller, and I have the little clip that puts my phone at the at the top of the uh, the Xbox controller, and that's a that's a super fun 
one way to to play it that way. So, yeah. nice. X Cloud man. How was the how, how was the, the lag? It was good. Like everything worked out really well. Um, the the input delay. Like I don't think I would do a super action heavy game, but this type of really relaxed where it's like, even if you mess up the timing on something, the consequences are very not like extreme. Like it's not like, Oh no, I messed up a run. It's not like Hades or something like that, which I think you can also play on X cloud. Um, in which case like that one, like a roguelike where it's like, Oh, I have to restart my whole run. I feel like it would be a problem. But, uh, but with this game in particular, it was a blast. So, and it was gorgeous. Like it, it, it was exactly the same experience as on my console, but on my phone. That's awesome. That's cool. Uh, what have you been up to this week, Chris? Oh man. I mean, uh, not a, not a ton over the past two weeks that I can, uh, remember at least I watched a lot of, uh, a lot of scary movies, uh, finished the, uh, second season of Ted Lasso. Finally. Um, I, I was very pleased with how it ended. Um, did you watch the new season? I have not yet. Oh, uh, I thought you had for some reason. Now that it's all out, I'm going to do oh, yeah. it. Like it's going to be that thing that I'll do. Well, I won't spoil anything then. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it was good. Um, I recommend it. It's, I, I think it, uh, trying to do this without me. I, for a second at the beginning of the season, I was kind of like, okay, I don't know if they know what they're doing anymore. You know, like it's, it's kind of like the hero's syndrome where like, season one was so good and then they like go into season two as because like season one and both those series had kind of a cliffhanger at the end of it and uh and then you know season two of heroes just wasn't the same and just never regained its footing whereas i do feel like by the like the first half of the first of the second season of ted lasso i was just kind of like man you know like i feel like this is just like not the same the magic is not really there um, but I think like, uh, after about halfway through, they kind of regained their footing and, uh, I'm super excited for season three. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and like, I mean, and the thing is like, I don't want shows to be the same cause like you can't really do that. So, but you gotta like recapture uh, the magic. Yeah. That one, that's <laughs> why, you know, I don't, yeah. And I'm not saying they need to be the same, but like, it, that's why I compared it to heroes or heroes just kind of like just completely lost its way. Like, uh, they had such a strong outing, and then they just like didn't know what to do with themselves, and that's the that's the that's what it felt like for the first half of season two of Ted Lasso. They just didn't know what to do, didn't really know understand what made the first season so good in the first place. Um, there's a lot of like this is I mean you know minor spoiler, but there's a lot of like just like intense like character development on individual characters and in, in episodes instead of you know like kind of the the ensemble. Um, effort that the first season was and it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like okay that's not why that's not what was great about ted lasso you know like the ted Mm -hmm. it was and then like toward but but again toward the end of the second season they get back to all that stuff and i'm like okay okay i they like whatever happened there don't know but like (laughs) uh at least they ended back in a good spot and yeah i and i uh and it felt like the uh the same magic had been recaptured I dig it. I'm uh I'm interested. So like I I whenever I watch it, I'll we maybe we can review it. Um like, you know, kind of overall or at least at least I'll I'll uh, I'll let you know what I think cuz like I uh I loved the first season. And yeah. so, you know, at the very least like the fact that it gets there, I'm very very happy about cuz I was curious cuz it is such a such a magical first season where you're like, "Hmm, this is like an unexpected, you know, amazing thing." Um 
so we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm excited, dude. I, uh, I'll, I'll have to watch it, I guess, in the next month or so. That'll be great. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Well, Chris, we're going to be talking about Dune in a little bit. But first, the news! The news! The news, Chris. Hmm. We have one piece of news. I think. I think just one. I don't know. Unless well, you, unless you're, you have something. One, one and then, and then two, two just kind of like small pieces. Okay. Okay. One and two small pieces. So it's like you know, it's like an entree and a couple of sides. You know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, <laughs> the first one, the big one, is a tra- movie trailer for the movie Lightyear. Yeah, like uh, so. Previously, we had just seen like I think it was like a fifteen or thirty second teaser of Lightyear, where we just kind of like got some music and saw, um, briefly saw uh, the character and um, kind of had like a mood board. This wasn't much more. Like this is like I think it was two minutes long, something like that. And uh, there wasn't much um, dialogue. There was a little bit of dialogue. You see him interacting with another um, space ranger, um, but that's other than like just like it just looks beautiful. Um, seems really, really cool. Like, uh, there wasn't a ton beyond that. Would do you, do you have yeah, uh, anything I, else? I mean, like, you know, it, I, I like the vibe. I like what we're going with. Cause again, this totally. is like, so this movie is like basically the movie th- that inspires the action figure to be made. Like, the, yeah, the, that like, that know. like, uh, Andy would have gone to see or something like that. Right. And so I, that being the concept is like super, super awesome, super interesting to me. Um, it does make me because like there's been other like Buzz Lightyear things before. There's been like a what was it? Star Command, like Buzz Lightyear Star Command was the animated show that was on Disney uh, Channel back in the day. Did you ever watch that? I never watched I, that. I did back in the day. They haven't put it on Disney Plus. Like it's one I've been wanting to revisit to find out if it was like. What was it about? Good. I mean, it was it was the same sort of thing where it's like Buzz Lightyear and uh, some other space rangers are uh, are defending the universe against Zerg. I feel um, like I kind of remember that, but not like uh, not like super well. Yeah, and so like it's it's one of those that I've been wanting them to put on Disney Plus, and I'm like, why wouldn't you put this on Disney Plus? Like it exists. Just put it there um, to revisit it and, and check it out and, and see if it was any good because like whenever i was watching i just don't remember a ton of uh like about it. i remember enjoying it but not like I, there was other things that i've enjoyed where i like revisit them now and i'm like man that was not good um but this thing looks really nice dude like all of the uh the the visuals obviously like look amazing um being a like you know pixar movie and and i love things that are in space just in general and so <laughs> and so i'm very excited to uh to see this thing dude uh I don't know. I I liked the uh, the interactions that we had with uh, with the different characters. I like the fact that we're you know not just like it's not just like a solo mission of you know Buzz Lightyear like where it's, it seems like it's like that origin story that sort of thing. So I'm uh, I'm down, man. It looks really good. Totally. Yeah. I like. I kind of um, you know. I, I it's, it's. I'm gonna go see this regardless. I but I do kind of want to like. Uh, beyond it just looking pretty, I kind of want to get a sense of like the overall tone of this and what mm-hmm. what this is going to be. Um, yeah. Again, super pumped for it either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just kind of like kind of want to know what I'm walking into. Sure. Yeah, it could go either way. Like, I mean, or it could go multiple ways. Like, it could be more of a comedy, or it could right, be literally right. just like an Avengers movie or whatever. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's a uh, it's it's up in the air right now. Totally. Um, yeah, okay, so that, uh, if you, you know, you can check that out on the interwebs. Also, uh, 
two pieces of news. So this weekend, two games are releasing. For the first is uh, Call, of Duty, Call of Duty Vanguard. If you're listening to this, this is it's out by now. And uh, and so uh, I'm super pumped about that. I'm, I've got it downloaded, pre, preloaded tonight as we're recording this on Thursday night. I'm going to uh, to try to boot into it at 11, see how it goes, and see what's up in there. Some multiplayer, um, see how that feels. Um, kind of maybe dive into the campaign. I don't know. We'll see. Um, super pumped about that. And then there's Forza Horizon 5. Um, which uh, you were telling me if you like have the deluxe version or you upgrade, like I guess you, if you're, you're, if you use, utilize the game pass version, you can pay a small fee to upgrade to it. Yeah. So like basically uh, there is a version where it's like, this is the deluxe upgrade, but without the game. So like if you buy the game for 70 bucks or 60 bucks or whatever it is these days, um, you know, you, you, and then you upgrade to the deluxe, that'll be like a hundred dollar edition or whatever. But mm. if you remove the price of the game from that, that's how much like the regular one is. And what it includes is early access. Like you can play it tomorrow. Uh, it'll have like the car pass. It has the VIP membership, like, which is basically they give you like cash and extra wheel spins and, and, uh, that sort of thing every week. And, uh, it'll have both of the upcoming expansions, the future expansions for it within, uh, that pack as well. So it's a good, value because those those uh, dlc packs are usually like 20 bucks a piece so it's like if you were going to buy those you might as well go ahead and upgrade to this um you know which is well, the case for me so and it's also like i have i have limited time a lot of times to play these games and uh having a plethora of in-game currency uh is always a, a helpful whenever like you know you're like oh i want to buy that car and paint it like a different color or like whatever so um i'll probably end up uh end up getting the getting the deluxe upgrade um because it's just worth it to, to have that that extra time yeah totally um i uh, i'm super pumped for it like i'll uh, i'll see how it, i'll probably end up doing that this weekend so i can play it this weekend yeah um over the over the weekend the th- interesting thing, I think, so I pre-ordered that controller. I think that's coming on Tuesday as well, so I'm very excited about that. Um, yeah, what is t- what is today? Yeah, today is the 4th. I think it comes out on the, yeah, is the 9th Tuesday? Uh, the 9th? Yeah, yes. yeah, 9th. Yep, 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 um, yep, yep. So that's exciting. So that should should be here, you know, next week, and I'm very excited about that controller. Another thing that I pre-ordered a long time ago that I that has arrived is uh, that I forgot to talk about in what we went to the, uh, the illustrated edition of the J.R. Tolkien um, uh, Lord of the Rings arrived in the mail um, yesterday. So, uh, and I'm very excited to read through that. It's he illustrated it himself. So anyway, I'm. Just... I know I haven't unwrapped mine and broken it in yet, and looked through. Have you looked through yours? Yes, it is very very cool. There is some really cool stuff in there obviously there's some stuff where it's like okay that was clearly just like a, a quick like sketch just to like you know what's this look like but then there's other things that are you're like man what the level of detail in here <laughs> you know i'm shocked um it's awesome like, like there's the tree uh in um oh man in the forest uh with uh with tom bombadil um he drew a picture of that tree and it is like gorgeous and detailed um and it is He's awesome, dude. How many illustrations are in there? I have it next to like the. It's sitting next to the. I have a. I basically it's the same version of that book, but without um without illustrations. It seems like it's like a third bigger. Interesting. I mean, it it, it is. They are in um in order. So like whenever you would encounter that tree is the where that that picture is. It's not like mm. there's a section of just pictures. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's hard to tell just like how like by just like flipping through it or whatever how many are in it. Um, I haven't I, I don't remember the listing on Amazon because I think it actually says in the listing how many uh, how many illustrations are in there. Um, 
paper is really nice. I, uh, I also like, be, like some of them, the ones that are, cause there's a map in there and they, they made it big. And so like, it is something that you like literally folds t- out? take out. Of or is it thing. is it just kind of like stuck in there? It's just to like tear it out? folded up and stuck in there. <laughs> no, I love that. That's actually it's super better. Cool. What I don't like, like they were, they were. I think it may have been uh, one version of Lord of the Rings or something. I'm trying to remember back in the day. I, anyway, it was um, there were maps in it, but like they were, it was basically like the last like two pages would fold like out and up. So like uh, you, you could still put the book down, I guess. On and but the end, but like the the map would just flop around, you know, like, yeah. and you, I don't know. I didn't like it cause it was all yeah. attached. Uh, but that's good that it's, uh, removable like that. Yeah. Like it's not like glued in there, um, or anything like it's literally just like you just it open the front cover. There it is. So, so I got to make sure I don't like, you don't lose it, but like in the situations that I'm going to be reading this book, it's not like it's, I'm going to be like, you know, Oh, I left it on the flight. You know, I must've dropped out. Oh, I was gosh. in my backpack or something. You know, it's like, that's <laughs> not this type of book. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, I'm not taking this thing on a flight anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, uh, my, my other temptation with stuff like that is like to try to frame it and hang it on the wall. Oh dude, that would be, it would look really nice too. Um, yeah. and it's fascinating, like, because it's, it's his own drawn thing. Like it, cause the, the map that I have been familiar with was like, inside of the cover of like of the books and it made certain things look a lot bigger than I think he like thought they would because like in these tiny little like maps you have to like whenever you label Hobbiton or whatever you want to make it like legible so like in if, if it's a shrunk down map it looks like Hobbiton's pretty big you know <laughs> with the via the dot on the map but like in this thing it took me like a decent chunk of time just to find where he had labeled like Hobbiton and I was like man that is like it is tucked away and that's like in the story. Like that's how he describes it too. So just interesting things like that, like touches where you're like, man, I, this is new context for how J.R.R. Tolkien was thinking whenever he wrote the book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, yeah, it's been, and it's been a long, it's been, um, it's been a long time since I've actually read them. So like, uh, I'm, I'm pumped to actually like read it again. Mm, I love it. It's been so long. I, I actually, I, I don't never finish the Return of the King. What? You literally <laughs> never finished reading yeah. Return of the King? Uh huh. I got. I, I have got to never the known half this. Stopped, John. <laughs> All these years. Yeah, and it's like I got to the part where like they they uh they think, destroyed yeah, you have the ring. Never told me this before. Like they no, I, I dare, guarantee I have no, told you this. Yeah, I would yeah. have remembered this because I know you haven't watched Mad Max. Oh, you yeah, haven't yeah. like oh, I, I I have oh, a list. Like Mad Max is not even on the level of not finishing reading the Lord of the Rings, and because like I I, I haven't like watched the majority of Mad Max and then just not finished it. But like I read through up until they destroyed the ring. Uh, so, so you get to the important part. Yeah, and then like right after that, like that's just it. Bailed. Like I just was like, oh, oh we my did it. gosh, I'm out. Don. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's one of the like the the worst thing. And then like I obviously like I can't dive right back in now, so I've got to read through the whole thing. This is and a travesty. This is a great opportunity to do that, you know. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> to finally finish the Lord of the Rings books. And the other thing is like I've read the Fellowship of the Ring like four times. You know, <laughs> that, this makes it worse. Uh huh. Uh huh. It does. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, that's the news. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John. 
Yes. Uh, we're going to put away the our thoughts about you not finishing one of the greatest book series of all time. <laughs> and we are going to turn to Dune. Dune. Which is also a very popular book. Yeah. And a you know movie and miniseries and plenty of other projects that have never gotten off the ground. But this is a new take on it. By, I'm going to pronounce his. Uh, we, so I'm just gonna. We've we've mispronounced his name for years on this podcast, yep. um, and uh, finally just freaking like looked it up. So it's uh, Denis Villeneuve. Yep. Not Denis Villeneuve, like I've always pronounced it. Right. So, right. Right. You know. Right. Well, the so, thing is, like, it's the French. Uh, it's the French. French. Like he's a French Canadian. He's, he's French Canadian. So. Yeah. So. Uh, it's by Denis Villeneuve, and he uh, he's he's done um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and I, and he did uh, Prisoners and Sicario, and um, what else? A ton of other stuff. Anyway, some some like he's just he's a great filmmaker, um, and uh, kind of the backstory to this. Um, there have been so many you know Dune projects over the years. I and I want to preface this with I've never read the book. Uh, after this movie, I want to I want to, but like I've never read the book. I've never, I haven't watched any of the other miniseries or like the other projects. Um, and they've kind of like hit, you know, like the, they've hit critics and fans differently. Some people love the old like movie. A lot of people like didn't at the time. A lot of people accused George Lucas of stealing things from the movie, not necessarily the books, but the movie. Um, and, uh, you know, so there's all these feelings around it. And I think it was just like that all that mixed all the mixed emotions and complexity that made me never really want to like dive into it. Um, but uh, dude, like whenever the uh, we saw the first preview for this, and it was uh, it was uh, Denis Villeneuve. It's like okay, well, I have to watch this now. And uh, let me tell you, I freaking loved it. Um, I, uh, I, 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 speaking of Lord of the Rings at the end of it, I kind of like, I had like a kind of Lord of the Rings feeling where I'm like, man, mm. this is like, a, I, 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 I want the second one right now. And so like the mm. history of that, it was like, so, uh, Denny wanted to film them both at the same time and shoot part one and part two at once, but Warner brothers didn't want to spend the three and a half or yeah, three, 350 million dollars it would take to shoot both those at once. And they were like, okay, we will. We'll do one. We'll let you, you know, we'll spend 165 million on one, and if it does well, we'll greenlight a second one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so they so they do that, but then the like pandemic happens, so they kick the, kick it down the road, and then Dune ends up uh, coming to um, HBO Max day and date with the theaters, and Denny it gets all upset because he's like, listen, that's you're not gonna like, it's not gonna mm-hmm. do well, it's not gonna make its money back, and you're not gonna be able to make the second one. You know, like he was super upset about that. Um, and then like, and then a few like uh, months later or weeks later after that kind of hit its breaking point, well then the the people at Warner Brothers started saying, okay, well we're not just looking at. Um, uh, Box office numbers. Right. We're going to look at streaming numbers as well, and they're you know we're going to factor all that in, um, and basically say you know like if if this you know goes well you know like this is a uh, um, going to be we'll do the second one, um, mm-hmm. and so anyway it's done well, <laughs> and on both those fronts, yeah, uh, well enough at least for uh, Warner Brothers to say we have greenlit the second one, and so I don't it's know when it's going to shoot, but Denny had said that like he. He was ready to shoot as early as next year. 
Right. Yeah. He said basically, like, I think somebody, I, I was listening to an interview for, uh, that he did with IGN um, on their, like, UK podcast or whatever. But he was saying that they asked him, hey, do you, are you going to do another project before you do this one? Or are you going to do this one? <laughs> is it, like, the next thing? And he was like, he was like, he was like, it would be a shame. He's like, have you seen the end of the movie? He's like, it would be a shame <laughs> to not pick up right now and do that, yeah. you know? Um, and uh, well, that's and, what makes it, like, so on the nose that you're like, well, come yeah. on, you have to make another one now. Right. Well, I mean, Spoilers. It, it was funny. Like they agreed, like they announced that they were doing a second one. Like, I think it was like the second or third day that the thing was in box office. Like it was, it was after, like right after the opening weekend. Yeah. It was right um, after the opening weekend. And, uh, and even on the opening weekend, like one of the execs, uh, at, at, at legendary or Warner brothers or whatever had said, like, it, it like had basically said a similar thing where, where she was like, she was like, I mean, if you've watched the end of the movie, like, it probably needs a second half, you know? I mean, yeah, you can say that uh, that all day long, though, but there's been oh, plenty sure. of movies that have not gotten the sequel that they needed. Yeah, and that was the thing that I was really worried about, where I was like, you know, I was like, they just didn't want to delay this movie. Like, they, they, they didn't want to kick it down until 2022 or whatever, um, and, you know, to where people would be able to go to the theaters and see this thing, and, like, it would make its its money. Um but yeah, it's like, you know, the them factoring in like that, that HBO max stuff or like whatever they, you know, calculus they have to do on, on that side of things. I mean, it's, this movie is largely one of the reasons that I've subscribed to HBO max for the last, however mm. long since January or whatever. So it's like, there's part of that, you know, where it's like this one and suicide squad. And like, there's a, a few other key movies this year where I was just like, that's why I have that HBO max subscription. Yeah. Um, and that's in fact gotten me into like, we watched Sesame street on there and stuff like that. So, um, there's like, other reasons why I have that now that I've discovered it, but that was one of like, that was the like Dune was included in the list of like four movies where I was like, I'm going to get this thing, get this uh, expensive subscription every year, every month because of things like Dune, you know? So, yeah. Um, I feel like that calculus has to like, has to count for something whenever it comes to these, these movies that they've released their day and date. So, well, I mean, yeah, otherwise you're doing the filmmakers a disservice and uh, just yeah. like honestly just pissing people off yeah, for no yeah. reason. You know? I mean, and then and then you run into the situation of like you know with uh, like Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow, where it's like, okay, well, how do you right. calculate right. the the earnings? Like, how do you split yep. those things? How do you like pay the stars that are getting a percentage of the box office? Like, there's just a lot of uncharted territory. Like, whenever it yeah. comes to streaming, that can frustrate people and frustrate talent, and like it's just things that need to be hashed out. And like, we're really just worked out so that artists and talent can uh, can can you know know what to expect, <laughs> and it's fair. So, yeah. So, um, let's dive into the movie, um, uh, and we'll do some spoiler free stuff and then we'll get, get into some spoilers. But I think then, I mean, it's just kind of like a check. Let's just check all the boxes here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. actors acting great. You know, you dude, have, this uh, is one of the, one of the like most like <laughs> cool cast star studded cast. Yeah. But, and, like, and, yeah ever, and cool. Ever, they're all, yeah, they're all cool. Like, like yeah, really good <laughs> actors. And they're like in their wheelhouse. Like that's the other yes. thing is like the fact that like Dune is sitting here and it's like there is a character that like uh, you know Jason Momoa is like perfect for. There's like right. a character that Oscar Isaac is perfect for. It's just like yep. it's just go down the whole list like Zend Zendaya. Like it's the whole thing, the whole cast. Yeah, okay, is so, so just for people just who, awesome. For people who don't know, I'm just gonna run on this cast real quick. You got Oscar <laughs> Isaac, Jason Momoa, Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya. Stellan Skarsgård, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, um, Dave Bautista. Um, I'm trying to see. I feel like 
Any of these other ones? Those are the big ones. I mean, and that's enough. Like, Dude, just I mean, on you, its like own. you just listed like, like, like what the heck? <laughs> yeah, so many, so many people. Yeah. Um, then you've got the music, okay? And like, just for it was, it's uh, Hans Zimmer, but it's Hans Zimmer doing something I've never heard him do before, and mm-hmm. it's what he turned down doing the music for Tenant for, um, and working with Christopher Nolan on that movie, and it's 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 great. So let's mm-hmm. we'll check that box. Um, yeah, it's the, like and so that one is something like that is interesting because it's like there are some things where you're like, okay, yeah, I get, I get. This is like synth, you know, synth Hans Zimmer. Um, kind of. But then, but then he like the next scene he'll bring in like something you know like a bagpipe and you're like, yeah. what in the world? I've never heard that's, this that's this type thing. of of thing before. Like these combos, like the way that he was doing the choirs and things like that within yes. some of this stuff was just fantastic. Um, because again, like there's some of it where like you close your your eyes and you're like, okay, yeah, you can you I can see that this is like Hans Zimmer in his in his uh you know giant Moog synthesizer uh you know state. But then the next scene it'll be like I've never heard anything like this from Hans Zimmer before. <laughs> yep, it's and a lot of it sounds very like it's there's some John Williams kind of stuff in there with some yeah. of the like and I'm talking like John Williams like uh episode one Star Wars episode one John Williams Darth Maul kind of music like yeah. where it's like real like hissy and weird and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. dude so good um, the uh the interview that, that I I listened to with uh with uh Villeneuve like they asked him about the music and he said like that Hans Zimmer was trying to to push himself on this one like where he was like trying to like I want there to I want Dune like the p- different planets on Dune he's like I want them to have mm, like yep. a texture where it's like you listen to the music from those planets and like you can feel like the sand and you can feel the like the humidity like it th- from like that music and it's like I got that vibe dude you know Oh totally <laughs> Um, did you watch side note? Did you watch the, I haven't watched them yet. There's special features on, on HBO max Ooh, about, I, I you know, like not. the same kind of special features. They would be, they probably going to be end up like on the, you know, Blu-ray or whatever, but like they're on HBO max right now. Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I need to watch them. Um, and there's like, you know, some feature behind the scenes, featurettes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so music was great. Visuals, fantastic. Like, so good. Look, I mean, everything, again, like, you really feel like, I mean, you, you kind of say this for all space movies, but you're like, you really don't feel like you're on Earth, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you're, they picked, and I was, even in the beginning, like, whenever you're just on that, like, uh, that first planet, um, I was like, they found some great locations, and they've done some great, like, uh, work on making this feel like someplace that's not on earth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, and, and not only that, but like f- to make things distinct, like there's another movie that, uh, that, that Villeneuve did and I think is Arrival, Right. And I haven't watched Arrival. Oh yeah. I freaking love Arrival. But it, it has similar vibe, like where it's like you see the visuals from it, and you're like, man, this is like, it's refreshing to see like a, 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 a huge scale, sci-fi that isn't like a a guardians of the galaxy or a star wars these days like it just it feels like you look at the ships you look at the the locations you look at the buildings and the structures and you're like this is sci-fi but this is different you know and that's that's very cool to me like i i I love discovering new worlds uh you know within within sci-fi uh that genre yeah um, so, um, visuals great, you know, cinematography is great. Um, the sound design, basically like I have no, the writing, the, adapt- so this is the thing I've never, I haven't read the book, like I said, mm-hmm. but, and, and, and from what I've read, like, this is like, you know, just one story out of a, a ton that you could pull from in 
the book. Sure, I think there's um, like twelve books. Um, like, is it a book series? Well. Yeah, yeah. I, th- so. I think like there's there's like the initial one, and then there's like there's like a bunch of other ones after that that like go in depth or like do tell like other stories within that un- that side stories and things like that. So. So that's you know that's the that's the thing with this. It's like they've you know I think they've at least from a perspective again of not having read it, uh, but like the story that they told was super engaging and like intrigued and like I want to I want to spend more as soon as it was over as as soon as it was over I was like I want to spend more time in this world and then I like drove home listened to the soundtrack all the way home and then as soon as I got home started watching it again on HBO Max like that's yeah. Like that's rare that I want to do that with a movie. You know what I mean? I also think it's like cool, like because it is, it was the, you know, on there the first day, like, or whatever that you could do that, you know, if you wanted to like where it's like, and again, like I watched this thing, like I actually, like I watched it all the way through and on HBO max. And then I watched it like, like pieces of it again, like later. And it was like, it was a similar situation where I was just like, I just want to see that scene again. Like I want to see those visuals again and like, and, and look at the, look at, look at these amazing things happening or whatever, like the, the, the running through the sand or like whatever, like there's just like something about certain elements of this, uh, that, that were super compelling enough for me to be like, man, I just want to watch that, that part again, you know, um, like basically go through the highlights, but like the, uh, the thing to me about this that I found interesting as far as the writing goes is that I never had a question that went unanswered very long. Like I would, I would be like, they would set something up and I'd be like, Oh, what's this thing? And then literally the next scene would would answer my question. And so it's like the world building was so like seamless in that way where like it didn't require like exposition to answer my questions it just answered them you know yeah and we, and we can get into this in the in this story there were there were two times whenever you kind of needed a lot of exposition or actually maybe yeah maybe maybe three times where you had a lot of exposition and like you could kind of miss them if you weren't paying attention and like yeah. several several people i talked to did um and we can talk about those here in the like spoiler section Interesting. but like um like i think like I start off, you know, you kind of start off with a lot of questions right off the bat, and they don't necessarily yeah. get answered, but you realize that, like, oh, well, maybe those weren't even the right questions to be asking in the first place. Right, um, right. And so uh, I still have a lot of questions, but, like, that's the thing that makes it, like, intriguing to me because I think about, again, I'm going to compare it to The Lord of the Rings. The first time I watched The Lord I mean, I watched the, the – I can't – I don't remember specifically, but I believe I watched um, The Fellowship of the Ring – 11 or 12 times in theaters um, when it was out. And I think we'd, I think I'd read the books by that point. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, but like you'd at least read the first one anyway, there's just a, there's just a level of like, it doesn't answer all the questions in this world. You don't really understand this world yet. You just kind of like you're, you're along this journey and you're experiencing it with them. And that's the like, that's the vibe I get from this um, yeah. in the kind, of, kind of the same way. Similar to like, you know, the, the original, like, you know, a new hope or whatever in star Wars. Like we watch yeah. that and you're yeah. like, you're like, man, I have so many questions and like, what, well, like what, it, what is this world? Like all of these characters have histories, all of them have backstories, but like you don't, um, you're only seeing like a small window into that. Um, and so like, that's what you get here. That's the vibe you get here. Um, I saw like a lot of, you know, people like criticizing about like, Hey, it stops halfway through where it's, and it does feel a little bit like that. But I think that, that for me, 
the payoff was fine. So I, I think from a pacing perspective, it's like this is this is a contained movie like in and of itself to me. Like it feels feels right, um, but it feels like there's obviously more. So yeah, I, you know, I don't. You know, yes, it's a yes and. It's it's yes. Um, this it had a good story arc in and of itself, and I think uh, Denny talked about that where he was like, "Well, we needed to make this story." self-contained enough that if Warner Brothers didn't green light a second one that it still made sense on its own which mm-hmm. you know maybe like the fact that he couldn't shoot it together actually kind of make made made them rethink I'd love to like talk like ask the question like what did you rethink or have to rethink or how did you approach this differently with that in mind like he's obviously calling it out as something that he specifically did which means that there were things that he did to make this like more standalone mm-hmm. um but that being said like I, again, I as soon as it was over, I was like, I want the second one literally now. Like I would, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. watch the second one right now if it was available. Well, and I mean, you so, know, whenever the second one does finally come out, like there, there's probably going to be that ticket. There's probably going to be the whole like, oh, oh yeah, watch these be back to back. You know, I would love that. It'd be, great. be great. A little double feature. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I mean that's uh, that's really all I have to say up front without without spoiling it. This is a if you love sci-fi, go see it, man. Like this is a yeah. it's a great movie. I would even say like if you just like like even like fantasy um, and yeah, like totally. you know go see it. Like the, they blend the you know the sci-fi fantasy thing together incredibly well here, where it's like. You know, it's like you replace the <laughs> you replace the spaceships with horses, and this is this is somewhat of a fantasy, you know, <laughs> like somewhat of that that type of a genre. So, sure, totally, yeah. All right, John, it's time to spoil this movie. Oh man, it's the spoiler clock is a counting down, Chris. We're gonna spoil it in five, four, three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. Uh, pretty much everyone uh, except for uh, Timothy Chalamet and his mom that we see at the beginning of this movie are all dead. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah. That, that was a wild one. Like, man, and you feel them. Like they they uh, they do an incredible job. Like where you just feel the uh, the the weight of of these like deaths. Like whenever they happen. So, um, and like that was the like I, I appreciated that like aspect of the characters and things like that like whenever like uh oscar isaac like dies or whatever and you're like oh man like dude this is like where what's happening right now and then like the biggest one obviously like jason momoa whenever jason momoa goes down and you're like oh no (laughs) even though they tell you right from the beginning of the movie that that's going to happen yeah yeah i mean that's the some of that foreshadowing that you catch the second time around you're like oh Mm -hmm. he was right you know like and (laughs) because Yeah. So like here, let's talk about real quick about the like the the exposition. There's obviously it starts with this kind of like explainer that explains like what uh, the the overall kind of meta conflict is. Right. And and like kind of how this this government is or this this universe is kind of set up with different houses on different planets and they control. But then there's this emperor who also like uh, controls like. Uh, some of it, and you don't really understand that part of it. There's also like there's also a big piece. Um, whenever he goes, and I can't remember what the, the, what what they are now. This those like the man. He puts his hand in that box. Whatever those aliens are called, or that sisterhood, or whatever it is, like the oh. the the witches. 
Um, Give me a sec. I'll think of it. Oh man. So like, there's a there's that whole piece there where sh- where like they kind of explain how things are happening as well and how things work. But like the piece that that almost every single person that I've talked to, uh, friends who have gone to see this, miss is the, the there's this conversation um, after they uh, they get rescued by. Jason Momoa's character, and they go to this like old, like abandoned, I guess, place where they would um, grow plants. Yeah, it was it was like a uh, it was a surveying station is what they called it. Surveying station, yeah. And because and then, they were taking all like they were like, oh, how can we uh, terraform this plant or this planet basically and make it make it a yes, habitable yes. location? Uh, so in there, like whenever um, Timothy Chalamet's character is talking to their the uh, their guide, basically. Um, and she asks him, like, you would challenge the emperor. And he, he, like, he's like, basically explains, you know, okay, will you support me if I go talk to the emperor and tell him what happened here? Mm-hmm. And she explains, well, he, like, that's where you get super clarity on, like, he, he brought you here because he was threatened by you to destroy you. And, mm-hmm. like, you, and, and, um, you kind of get, like, oh, crap. Yeah. Like, I get there's, it. There's one other conversation that um, that Oscar Isaac and T- Timothy Chalamet have about that um, as well. Um, whenever they talk about, like, I think they're in the graveyard or, or uh, like, right around then near the beginning of the movie, um, where he's like, oh, well, why why would they give it this to us or, like, whatever? And he's like, because we command the respect of the other houses. And mm, so yes. we are being put at risk by accepting this and being the enemy of one of the, of, of the most powerful house. And so it serves the emperor's purposes to let us chip each other away. And, uh, and, you know, retain power. So yeah. like, you know, that was whenever I was like, oh man, this is like a, this is like a, you know, but yeah, he, but yeah, he still does. He does it and still like, and I guess maybe cause like if you, if you, d- if you refuse, like then yeah. you're like in violation of what the emperor wants, which is not yeah. good. Yeah. And then like, you think about like the emperor sent those two battalions to support the, uh, the, yep. the other like force. Like if the other force had just come for them by themselves, it might've been fine. But like the emperor wanted to make a point, um, by sending the, his other battalion, like committing those other battalions, uh, there, like the emperor wanted to be like, this is because you have, <laughs> you know, you have more power than I do. Yeah. Um, or I'm scared of you. Um, it's just fascinating too. like, and that, those types of levels of detail where it's like passing conversations. And it's like, as if you're, if like I was paying attention and so like, I was able to like pick up on those because like, those are the qu- kind of questions that I have where I was like, Oh, why, if you don't want to do this, why are you have to do this or whatever? But right. then they like had a conversation about it in the graveyard and you're like, Oh my gosh, that's perfect. Answered my question right after I thought of it. Yeah. So, um, I love that piece of it. Like, I mean, I love the, the overall just kind of conceit of like this, there's this planet that has like, it's it, other than it being, it's a wasteland, but then it has this, this spice and they couldn't, uh, they were going to terraform the planet, but if mm-hmm. they did that, then they would lose the spice. Yep. And, and so it's basically greed. Yep. And, uh, and, and then it's just, and so that's why it's kept in this kind of condition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this spice is like this weird psychedelic thing, but also like helps them with interstellar travel. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, whenever I was uh, that interview with uh, 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 Denny, he was talking about that. Basically, he's like, it's a, it's like if you think of it in if 
someone, you know, if it was like oil or if it was like, hey, this is gasoline, but it's also like this other thing too. Like it's just a couple of different things together um, where it's like you, you, people would fight over it. People would, would, uh, would do all sorts of things for it. So, um, which makes, makes sense. You know, it's like, that's a, it's a, it's a fascinating combination of two kind of like, of like, okay, but it's a psychedelic kind of a, a drug situation, but it also is like the, you know, way that they are able to chart and, and go from stars, uh, to other, other places. So it's like a travel thing. It's just a, a, a unique combination of, uh, of devices. Yeah. Um, the only only piece I really didn't like about like the ending and like the the cliffhanger that it left it on was like how on the nose it is, where it's just like <laughs> this is just the beginning. And I'm like, oh okay, <laughs> man, that is yeah. real heavy handed right there. Yeah, well, like <laughs> then there's the, all this this element like uh, that like that phrase in particular. I think like uh, Timothy Chalamet like he kind of like smirks or like smiles or something like that, and it just feels super like uh, like where you're like, dude, you just like had Mortal Kombat with a dude, like you know, right. like this you were just you were literally minutes ago just like uh, you know really lamenting like what you were gonna have to do here and now you're just like oh yes it's only beginning you know it's it's a very like cheery kind of a of a of a shoehorned ending there um yeah it just felt a little like out of context for like the rest of the movie <laughs> yeah totally um as far as the like overall kind of like plot go like i i think they set up really great villains um mm. and uh where like I, I initially i was like okay uh what's his face from uh why well, can't i think of his name i thought drax. of a while ago yeah, <laughs> yeah not drax that's not his name um dave bautista so initially yeah. i was like i thought dave bautista was going to be the the main villain but it ended mm-hmm. up being uh scars guard um yeah. and i and dude and he is creepy as all get out and so weird like when his spine like activates mm-hmm. and like he like sits up and stuff like that it's just well, like, like I, was, I was curious like if he was like a like half snake or if he was like but he was just levitating and it's like yeah. that's so wild like that's Why such a weird walk? sci-fi thing you know yeah it's like somehow like that's how he like he i think it's because he has to you know yeah, yeah, and that's you know that's part of like it's like okay, is this is is the spice like the reason for this? Is it like some other technology? Is it just like a a, a you know superpower type of a situation similar to like the it was the Bene Gesserit was the name of the uh, that group, um, like where they see the future. It's like is this like something that this like does this person have some sort of like you know extra human things or is it technology? Um, it's just a fascinating like. W- villain to have and then i then like whenever you like oscar isaac you think like oh yeah he took care of it like he's, he's fine but it's totally not like that was something that i was uh i was oh, interested no, in I later know. on whenever he comes back to life and you're like no well, no and, like, well, so like what was crazy about that is like uh, yeah you were super i was super surprised i was like that's he's on the freaking ceiling and he survived okay but like uh and then i watched it the second time like i completely missed so right after uh, he bites down on that tooth and it releases the stuff and they close the doors and then it cuts back to like I, I don't I think it was his wife and son leaving maybe and then it cuts back to him and it shows a darkened room and he's just kind of like laying there dead on the on the chair mm-hmm. on on the table behind him where that dude should have been he's not there yeah so like they and then so they te- like it's very obvious whenever you watch it the second yeah. time but then you're like you, you're like you were so surprised because you weren't focused on that i'm like it's just brilliant you know yeah 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 and that's uh, you know that's 
that's the just the filmmaking magic, man. Like we we paid attention to what they wanted us to pay attention to. Um, but yeah, dude, like th- those types of elements within the story, like where it was a twist of like, oh man, no, he's alive, and you're like, oh no, or it's like whenever uh, like. I thought for sure that in that final battle, like that, that Charlemagne was going to get stabbed and like it, but he would survive somehow or like whatever. Right. But oh, yeah. it, it like he, he discovered in that moment, this is why I feel like it was like a, a full on like character arc discovered in that moment. I can change the future. <laughs> you know, I can do yes. this. It's yes. not predestined. It's, it's well, or that just wasn't the right time for it. You know what I mean? Right. Or then, you know, yeah, maybe he does, does battle in that same, like similar location with somebody else. That's like, that. yeah. So, uh, but it is fascinating that like he, fi- you know, discovers this ability to like, Oh, I can actually, I'm not along for the ride. I can, you know, nudge things left and right. So, uh, that's, that's, that was that was very helpful for me from a storytelling perspective of like oh yeah we got to some place that was pretty Im- impactful for this character you know yeah totally all right john well um i don't have a whole lot more to say f- about this i mean i feel like i could i could talk a lot about you know just like this movie in general and how much yeah. i you know like just like love the action and like all the political stuff and but um i'm i'm ready to i'm ready to rate it if you are yeah, dude, I think so. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I think I think that's everything that uh, that I had thought to say. What would you rate this? Oh man, it's a good question, dude. Oh, it's like it's it's super high. Like it's uh, you know, I hesitate to give it this because without seeing the other thing, but it's like it's it's real high, man. So I would say like a nine nine point five. Like it's it's like it could be like a masterpiece level like 10 if like it because like it just it just i need to see the other half you know <laughs> yeah i agree with that okay so like i was gonna say the same thing like i'm i'm i would i will give this i will retroactively give this a 10 yeah if the if they follow it up and like with a uh with a second movie that like it's just as good as this yeah if, and it, like, if, it, if they land this plane like they've done a great job of taking this plane off and it's like this yep. is a this is a masterpiece level of a, of a setup and if they can continue that masterpiece it's like woo, that's like 10 out of 10 if they don't this is still like a 9.5 to me you know it's like this is still like the perfect setup for something to happen you know yes totally um so yeah i'm gonna give this 9.5 so dual 9.5s with an asterisk to retroactively give it a 10 if the second half is good. <laughs> yes. I'm in. I love it. I love it. All right, man. Well, um, that's it for uh, for this week. I'm glad we finally got uh, got that reviewed. Dude, totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I'm glad, like, we got to finally chat about it, too, because, like, we haven't been talking about it because of the review. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at chrisright250. And johnwright777. And at stayontargetpod. Please go to your podcast if it's a choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on Target. Target.